Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step by their third year, Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this, by their third year. As a Hemi for arm. Stepping up middle of the field. First down and more. Josh Allen weaving to the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Allen, end zone shot. Got a man. Caught for the touchdown. He's a real threat. Down in the red zone, wherever. All right, what's going on, Bills Mafia? I got a special episode today with one of my good friends from the Twitterverse, the Bills Mafia Twitterverse. Um, my guy, Owen, uh, he goes by, you know, all different variations of McDerm on uh, Twitter. It kind of just depends on where we're at in the season. Right now, he is training camp McDerm, um, but his real name is Owen. Um, so introduce yourself, my, my guy. Uh, tell people where they can find you. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, so name is Owen. Uh, I do got a Twitter. It's uh, Adomeister. Just a bunch of mainly biased Bills stuff there. Um, I do also have a YouTube channel. I don't know if you knew that. It's called The Omeister. I just finished making my uh, prediction series for the season. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty Perfect. much all I got to say. Yeah, That's awesome. So we're going to touch on predictions too, so that's good. You're, uh, you know, you're ready for that. Uh, and I had one, one uh, I guess, personal question for you. How'd you become a Bills fan? So I like to ask all my guests that. So um, it was like back in like 2018, uh, my dad wanted to watch the uh, AFC championship game between the Patriots and the Chiefs. And I was never really like into football because I never really understood how it like worked. But um, after like I finally understood it, I was like instantly hooked and I wanted to watch like every single game and Twitter was the one place that you can find like all the news and everything that was going on. So I went on Twitter and uh, started to get a lot of followers and uh, that's how I met you. And uh, that's how I'm a big Bills fan now. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's a, that's a great reason uh, to get into the Bills. I mean, it's a perfect time to get into the Bills too. You kind of got to you know miss out on the whole drought era. Yeah. Um, I was pretty lucky to kind of like, you know, join the, the Bills train about halfway through um, halfway through the drought. So I didn't experience the whole 17 years of not making the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, I liked, I started liking the Bills like around that Ryan Fitzpatrick, Stevie Johnson era. Yeah. Um, so like that team was pretty fun to watch. Um, they didn't win, win much, but, you know, that, that was kind of a cool time to start liking the Bills and, you know, just kind of trudge through the, the, the hard times. And now we have an amazing team to watch and, you know, there's nothing to complain about. 
Yeah, I know, because, like, I never really experienced the Bills as, like, a bad team, so I kinda, it kind of makes me feel like a bandwagon fan at some times. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you explain yourself well. You're definitely not a bandwagon. Um, but before we get started on the content of this, I'd always like to shout out, um, you know, the Built in Buffalo podcast network um, and the socials. Uh, so Built in Buffalo, we're all over socials. We got we got a TikTok, we got a Twitter, we have a Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we got all of it. So make sure you check out Built in Buffalo on there. Um, and then the Buffalo, the Built in Buffalo podcast network, we have a podcast dropping every single day. So make sure to check those out because you know we're never dry on content. So let's get going on the content of this episode. Uh, we're going to start off with training camp. It's in full swing right now. Um, it's an exciting time to be a football fan in general, uh, not just a Bills fan. I think it's nice to just see the guys back out on the field kind of competing and stuff. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what were you looking forward to the most before training camp started? Before training camp, uh, mainly like the rookies, like our first two draft picks, were so and Basham because back in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I mean, we were able to like kind of get to Mahomes, but we were never able to like sack him. And just to have like these two huge guys that we were able to pick up in the draft, it was just really exciting to see like how they'll perform on the field. I know so far in training camp, they did already like get a few passes batted. And I know Basham got a huge uh, tipped pick six in practice. It was without pads, but that's still really good news to hear. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that that's a great one. I mean, I think all the rookies in general. I, I'm super interested in the D linemen or the defensive ends, like you said. Um, and obviously, also, as you said, you know, they're, they're kind of producing now. You know, Basham getting that pick six. Russo is an animal. I, I don't know how you couldn't be impressed by Russo just when he's standing on the field because he's so yeah. big. You know, do you see that picture of Isaiah McKenzie next to him? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> and it was almost like that Spencer Brown picture of him next to uh, Josh Allen, you know, like just oh, making, yeah. making normal people look like tiny people. It's just, I know. It's insane. Um, but I was really excited about, um, you know, like DeMar Hamlin, uh, Rashad Wild Goose, because I think that they have interesting roles on this team. Rashad Wild Goose kind of has a, a sneaky uh, a sneaky path to get himself onto this roster because he can like low key beat out Taron Johnson for his spot. I know Taron Johnson made some uh, made you know two excellent plays last season that won us games. Yeah. But um, you know, overall he's not you know the best slot corner. And in an, in the NFL now with so many great slot wide receivers, you need a, a solid slot uh, corner. So if if Rashad Wild Goose can can show up and He's a physical guy, and if he, if, if he can show up in training camp, he could you know, sneak his way onto this roster. And now DeMar Hamlin uh, kind of taking over that Dean Marlowe role from last year. Yeah. Uh, so that, that'll be kind of fun to watch. I'll, I'll be keeping tabs on those guys for sure. Um, but what's been the best part uh, since it started? You know, like any, any awesome clips or just things you liked? Uh, yeah, just let me know. Well, yeah, Allen is, of course, he's been pretty solid uh, thus far. Um, I just really like Sanders has been playing really well so far, uh, during training camp. And there's even been like a couple of reporters that have been saying that he might not even like need to be in preseason games cause he's like set and ready to go. But yeah, the, uh, they've been playing really well in the training camp so far. Allen's been pr- playing really well. Defense has been making, um, a lot of interceptions hasn't really um, been Allen's fault. It's like been mainly like tips and picks from what I've seen. Uh, Allen, of course, has had a few bad passes, but uh, they've been pretty consistent thus far in training camp. 
Yeah, and consistency is all you can, you know, all you can want at this point in the season. Um, just kind of getting that started, getting consistent with each other, and and have kind of having that cohesive group. But uh, you know, what I was most excited about, or, or what has been the most exciting part, um, I, I think yes, watching Allen. Uh, and being able to, you know, see clips of him throwing it into the net. I love those, those clips, you know, him, you know, going through the, uh, the foot drills and then popping out and just throwing like a 20 yard dot into the, into the net. And I just, I just love that. I know. Um, but you know, like that's something that we probably could have known. We, we were, we all as Bills fans know that Josh Allen's good and he, he he's uh he can, you know, he can put up those nice highlight tapes and stuff, even though it's training camp. So I wasn't too surprised by that. But I think what you said with Emmanuel Sanders, how he's fitting into this wide receiver room, is is just awesome. Like I I, I don't it, I don't think it could have really gone any better with that addition. Yeah. You know, the way that he's like so linked up with Stephon Diggs already, you know, you always see them like arriving to practice together, hanging out at practice. Yeah. There was a good picture of them like you know like kind of hugging each other uh, yeah. yesterday. Like so, it's just like it just seems like this group is so together, and especially with all like the the COVID crap that we dealt with just a week and a half, two weeks ago. Everyone was like, "Oh, the Bills locker rooms screwed, basically." And yeah, now you see them now, and it's just like they're all dancing together. They're all like having the best times of their lives. And and I was like, from like the first like video that like the Bills posted on Twitter of like them all seeing each other and like Beasley jumping up on top of guys. And I was like, "Oh yeah, he's not going anywhere." <laughs> yeah, he's not going anywhere. I, there, there was just no way they were going to cut Cole Beasley. I think that would have been like one of the dumbest moves by an NFL team that they could have possibly be made. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think, you know, he just, he just produces way too much on the field. Um, he, he, he gives too much to this locker room too. I think that he, he might not have the, the, the best view on, uh, you know, politics and, 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 uh, and the vaccine, but when it comes down to it, these guys are playing football and if they can produce in the field and, and, and be good leaders to each other and, and, uh, teammates, that's what really matters, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know what else I'm trying to think of some other stuff from training camp. Um, Glad that the defense is playing well, um, and, I'm, and I'm also glad that the offense is playing well. You know, like yeah, it, it, it seems like it, it can be you know kind of a double-edged sword, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. if your if your defense is playing well, it's like oh shit, is my is my offense bad now? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that it's like kind of like the perfect balance of you know Josh Allen playing really well, this offense clicking together like they were last year, um, but now the defense is clicking, um, and and there's just you know kind of opportune plays being made for both sides. So. That's really good, and I am very excited for that. And I just can't wait for you know even preseason to start. <laughs> yeah, I know this Saturday I'm gonna go to that training camp. It's return of the blue and red, so there might be like a retro thing going on there Saturday. Nice. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's awesome, dude. I mean, I that's like one of my you know my dying wishes. Like I I, I want to go to a training <laughs> camp so bad. I yeah. don't know why. That's like something I really want to do. I think it's, it seems like a kind of a cool atmosphere. And I've always lived so far away from yeah. Buffalo that, um, you know, I, I've never been able to do it. I, I'm definitely going to a game this year. I'm trying to go to the Washington football team game. So nice. That'll be fun. Um, but, but that, yeah, that'll be awesome. You should, you should have fun there. Yeah. I've never been to a training camp. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm looking forward to it. Pretty excited. Yeah. And, and, and I think that like, you know, that's something that gets even more exciting when you start paying attention to a team more. You know, oh my like, God. As, yeah. As like, you know, you're on Twitter all the time. I'm on Twitter all the time. You know, we're always taking in information about these teams. Um, so, you know, it's just cool to, you know, kind of, you see all that information, but now you get to like really see it. You get to see it on the field. So yeah. that's cool. 
see all the bad takes that PFF makes in the off season. <laughs> Dude, don't even get me started on PFF. I'll go crazy on PFF if I have to. <laughs> I know they're like they're like a demon. Yeah, dude, they they are the demon of Twitter because they just they they post everything for reactions and especially reactions from yes. Bills Mafia. They know that we're sensitive and they just like kind of plug at that. And, you especially know, I, me, I'm like the <laughs> big one there. Yeah, yeah, you're always in the comment section. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's move on. We're gonna talk a little bit about Madden. You play Madden, right? I do. Yeah. All right. So, what was your first reaction to uh, Josh Allen's 88 overall? That was horrible. I mean, I was like. I I couldn't find the ratings anywhere when the quarterback rankings were released. So I was asking people on Twitter what Allen's um, overall was, and people were saying that he was an 88. And I did not believe them at all. Like, I thought they were completely messing with me. So as soon as I found it, like, my jaw dropped. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, an 88? But I do see where they are going with this because – they had Lamar Jackson at a 90 overall, and I, I didn't see him as a 90 overall quarterback last year, in my opinion. But if you look back to the 2019 season and how good he was, they probably thought like that he shouldn't be that low, and they still thought he should be up in the 90s. So when you look at Allen and how he's been the past couple years, he wasn't like the most accurate or the best quarterback in 2019. So when 2020 came around, they didn't bump him up too much because they wanted to see a little bit more consistency from him, but he was still second in MVP voting. So I feel like he should at least be a 90. That's what I'm saying. And so, so what you said about Lamar Jackson, I, it, I believe I'm not hundred percent sure on this. Uh, I think I just heard someone say this, so I'm just believing them. Um, but you know, I think, I think that Lamar Jackson was a 94 in last, last season's game. So Madden 21. Yeah. He was um, right around there. Yeah. And so then that means he dropped a, just about, you know, give or take four points. So I think yeah. that's pretty correct, you know, but I think mm. that they like the rankings are messed up because Josh Allen's an 88. And to my knowledge, Josh Allen was an 88 and 21. And yeah, for, at the very end of the season. Yeah. And for a guy who was runner up in the MVP uh, had, you know, one of the best statistical seasons for a Bills quarterback and a really good statistical season for, you know, a regular quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, someone who would have won the MVP if Rodgers didn't go crazy. Uh, I I just think that he should at least gone up a point, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, give him a if, point. If he won MVP, I'm sure they would have put him at at least like a 91, 92 or something. Yeah. And they love MVPs. That's, and that's why, you know, they have Tom Brady and uh, Mahomes in the cover. Cause they're like, you know, the, the yeah. star boys of the league. I can't believe Brady's a 97. I thought that was pretty surprising too, especially <laughs> above Rodgers. Like that's just, I was, I was talking to one of my friends about this, and I was like, I just don't understand how, how Tom Brady could get a 97. Yes, and above <laughs> Rodgers, the guy that won MVP, and we're talking all this about how MVPs matter in this. And, you know, then some guy wins the MVP, and it seems like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think that might just be like, you know, the cover athlete effect. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that Tom Brady realistically should have been like a 95, 94. I mean, he didn't. He didn't start the season great. I didn't. I wouldn't say he had the most consistent season um, of a For quarterback. Sure. So I don't really know how they're getting ninety-seven. You know, and I'll and I'll give. <laughs> I you know he's also the greatest of all time. So you know you can't talk too much crap on it. But well, I mean that was over like the past like twenty-one seasons. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to justify the other side of the argument. I guess maybe yeah. I should I shouldn't do that. Uh, but like Mahomes, ninety-nine. You know you'll 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 give him that. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the rest of the. Are you familiar with the rest of the uh, 
the the lineup for the quarterbacks? Um, most of them, yeah, like right around where they are. Yeah, and I think you know, I think Deshaun Watson, ninety overall. I think mm-hmm. he's a ninety overall. You know, I think my biggest problem is just the fact that Josh is an eighty-eight. Yeah, I think Blow the rest guys. of them are fine. But yeah, one guy, another quarterback that jumped out at me was Joe Burrow because even though he got injured like a little over halfway through the season, he did play pretty solid behind that like pretty not looking good offensive line. And um, there was some argument that he could have won uh, Rookie Offensive Player of the Year. I still think that it would have went to Justin Herbert. But like the guys that he's around, he's the same overall as Jared Goff, and he's below <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Like that makes no sense. It to makes me. no sense, especially because like Trevor Lawrence hasn't even touched an NFL field. Exactly. Yet. Uh, I, I I hate that. But um. Yeah, I, I think the you know the quarterback rankings were definitely the most messed up of all of them. So let me you know were there any other snubs uh, from from the latest Madden overalls that you can think of? Hmm. In general, Bills are not any any player if you can think of one. Um, I don't know of like all of them, but for one of the top guys, I think maybe Matthew Stafford was a little underrated. He mm-hmm. still because he was just with the Lions, so like he always had almost nothing around him except when he had Calvin Johnson with him. But yeah, I think he could have been a bit higher and as well as Aaron Rodgers, even though he's like a 96 overall, he had insane stats last year. And like, again, it's like still crazy for me that he's below guys like uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Aaron Rodgers is definitely, you know, he's like a point or two off from what he should be. I think a 98 would be perfect for Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think Matt Ryan at an 85, I think, Oh, yeah. I think that you could, I think that you could move Matt Ryan down, and you could move Stafford up. Mm-hmm. I I really like Stafford, and I think that he's gonna kind of ball out in LA this year. Um, so I'm excited to watch that. But yeah, he got buried in Detroit, and I think it's easy yeah. to get buried in Detroit because you know it's one, it's Detroit, and, yeah. <laughs> and two, you know they never had a good team. So now that he's got a really good team around him, and I think the Rams are are definitely a contender. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they were, like, favored for me to, like, to maybe possibly even win the Super Bowl. But yeah. that Cam Akers injury that happened a couple weeks ago, I mean, that's devastating for them because that was their number one back, and they're that's a huge. great running team. That, yeah. that was huge there. I mean, yeah, but then you look at their their defense. Their defense is awesome. They got Jalen yes. Ramsey. They got Aaron Donald. You know, if you're talking about 99 overalls, like, those two guys right there are, like, the most deserving 99 overalls I can think of. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, I think the only snub that I could think of, um, and I, I'm just going to go from a Bills player because it's like the first thing that pops into my head, yeah. is that neither Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer yes. were in the top 10. I think you got to pick at least one. I think that Micah Hyde mm-hmm. probably is the one there. And I think that you could put Poyer at like 12, 13, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think that would be respectable. Um, you know, and you, then, you, then you talk about the duo together. And if you're ranking duos, then they're top three. They just yeah. work so well together. But I think that one of them should have been at least a top 10, maybe like a, you know, an 85 or an 86 overall. I'm not yeah. really too sure what their overalls are. Yeah, even though, like, none of them made or, uh, the Pro Bowl this past season, like, everyone, like, thought, like, not even people that weren't even Bills fans or didn't even care about the Bills, people still thought Jordan Poyer got snubbed for a Pro Bowl, even though that wasn't really a Pro Bowl this year. But, yeah, Jordan Poyer, I think, uh, should definitely be in that top 10. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, they're they're my favorite safety duo. Like bias aside, I think like they're they're just so fun to watch because they're so good together. I know. And like if you take one of those guys off the field, 
the the defense can like you know collapse in so many different ways. So Easily. they're also you know two guys that worry so much about getting hurt because they're so aggressive, especially Poyer, the way that he can come up to the line and make tackles. Um, yeah. It's just like you know he plays such an aggressive an aggressive play style, but you know you take mm-hmm. that you take that with the injuries, I guess you know. But they're yeah. they're two guys that that have proven to be um, you know not so injury prone. Yeah. All right, so here's the last thing we'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about season predictions. Um, and you said you just made a YouTube video on this, so uh, tell me what you think. What are your uh, predictions? I had them going at like a 14 and three or 13 and four, because there's a couple games out there like the Titans. I mean, their offense, like their defense is, I think, is terrible, but that offense just looks really good. And with that game that we played against them last year, that blowout, I mean. I mean, I'd love to see us win that game, but that seems like a game that we might lose there. The Chiefs is another team. This is the team that I was like kind of debating on a lot if we could be able to beat the Chiefs, and I think we'll be really up for that game. I think with our two rookie additions, even though they are rookies, they could definitely make a big impact to make the difference in that game. But uh, Chiefs is a pretty tough one. Buccaneers, another game that I could see that we could win, but... Non-bias, i probably see us losing to the Buccaneers. And the last team was at the Patriots. It's, it was between the Dolphins or Patriots for me, but Bill Belichick, I think uh, is, he's a master game planner, and I think uh, he might get one on us this year. Those are really good predictions, um, and it's basically pretty similar to mine. I mean, I think that, you know, yeah, you can go down, you can th- think of, like, the most difficult games that we'll have, and it's definitely Chiefs, Titans, I was thinking Colts. I don't know. They're kind of looking shambly at this point. Yeah, I know. Quentin Nelson and uh, Carson Wentz getting those foot injuries. Yeah, um, and they're both getting like the basic, basically the same foot surgery. It's so mm-hmm. it's just so weird. Such bad luck. I know. Um, but I was really worried about playing them. I it was they were one of the teams that I thought we were going to mm-hmm. lose to. Um, and now I I don't necessarily I I haven't stopped thinking that because their defense is still so good. Um, yeah. I think that they have you know they have Jonathan Taylor and. Um, Mm-hmm. Naheem Hines and I, I love those two backs. So it, they're you know they can get kind of they can they can get by with a bad quarterback and kind of you know play the defense and run game and you know just bleed clock and hope that the games end in low scores. Yeah. That's a team I worry about a little bit. I worry about the Buccaneers. Obviously, you know reigning Super Bowl champions. They still got Tom Brady. They got a great defense. They've got great weapons around Tom Brady. So that's a team we can definitely lose to. But I think there's definitely going to be going to be one sleeper loss in the AFC East. I think that oh, like yeah. you said, either, either the Pats or the Dolphins. I don't think we sweep the AFC East again. Probably um, not. I don't want it to be the Dolphins, um, and I don't obviously I don't want it to be the Patriots either. I don't want to lose at all to anyone in the AFC East. <laughs> just chooses the Jets because we're never yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll probably be the Dolphins. Um, I yeah. think that I think that we've had such great such great luck and we've, you know, we've been beating up on the dolphins for so long. I think that there's that we're, we're, we might slip up one time. I, it, and that's just me trying not to be a Homer. Um, yeah. So and that's just me. You know, I, I, if I could be a Homer and sit here, just kind of be my Homer self, I would definitely say that we can go 17 and 0. Josh Allen's yeah. going to win the MVP and we're going to win the Super Bowl and all that. Yeah. Um, but I think about 14 and three or 13 and four is like my prediction. Yeah. Another team that uh, I just remembered, I think Thanksgiving, uh, the Saints, 
that's a tough game there, but I don't know how Jameis Winston is going to be or if it's going to be J- uh, Taysom Hill. I mean, all we can assume it's going to be uh, Jameis Winston, but they got Elvin Kamara over there, and we haven't been too good against the run the past couple years, so that could be another sneaky game that we could lose there to the Saints. Yeah, and 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 I, I hope not because that's on, that's on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, like, yes. that's like the best game of the year, and it's on prime time. You know, so we can't mm-hmm. lose that one. But the Saints could be a sneaky loss. Um, I think that. I think that they, I think that they got worse from last year. Yeah, I do too. But yeah. I still think that they they're a team that, as long as they have Sean Payton, in my opinion, I think that they'll always be a team that will at least you know go five hundred and not be complete garbage. So yeah. I think that they're always a team you kind of have to game plan for, and you can't you can't slouch on them. So that'll be an interesting game, and like I said, it's on Thanksgiving, so everyone will be watching it. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. But yeah, um, any other predictions? So what do you think about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Um, I want to be doing my playoff prediction later this week. Uh, I might even do it later today. But uh, it's either going to be the Rams or Buccaneers, maybe even Packers, because the Packers are getting like everyone back, including Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. But uh, either of those three teams, if I had to guess, um, I might have to go with the Packers because they're probably going to be going all out this season because uh, Rodgers might not even play after this season. So probably uh, Packers versus Bills, in my opinion. I mean, it's slight bias there. If not, it would probably be Chiefs again. That seems a little unrealistic. Chiefs going to like three Super Bowls in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably have Bills versus Packers there. Although I would love to see a Bills versus Buccaneers Super Bowl. I think that'd be amazing. It would be. I think Josh Allen versus Tom Brady would be like that. That's such a good like passing of the torch moment for Josh Allen to beat Tom Brady. I know. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, if I had to predict it, I would say, I think the Buccaneers have a great shot at going back again, but I don't think that they will. Um, I think that the Packers have a good shot, but I think that the Packers just don't have the right. This might be a terrible reason to think this, but I don't think they have the right playoff luck. Like I think that <laughs> they just always find a way to lose in like the worst ways possible. And I yeah. never trust the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. And it's an it, NFC Championship game. Yeah, it's like they're the bane of their existence. Um, but I think my prediction is going to be, I'm going to say Bills and Rams. See, I, think, I was thinking Rams, but that Cam Akers thing, I I might be like overthinking this, but I really think Cam Akers is going to be the difference for the Rams this year. I, he could be. I think that you know, I think that he's a big part of their uh, their offense and. It'll be interesting to see what um, Henderson can do because he's their next guy up. Um, he's not a terrible back, but he's no Cam Akers. Yeah, they can look to a free agency, though. Uh, Todd Gurley's still out there if they wanted to pick him up. Frank Gore, for whatever weird reason, they could pick him up. <laughs> you pick up 80-year-old Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think I you know whatever happens, as long as the Bills are in the Super Bowl, that's all I care about. Yes. Uh, but you got anything else for me? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right, perfect. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so tell the people one more time where they can find you. Uh, the Omeister on YouTube um, and on Twitter, at Omeister. You can find me at those both those places. I also do stream on Twitch from time to time, uh, The Omeister as well, obviously. Uh, so I do stream there. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much everything I got social media-wise. All right, perfect. Uh, so, and as always, you guys can check us out on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. 
Uh, like I said earlier, streaming seven days a week. We got something new every single day. Um, we got great, great personalities. Any type of take you want, you'll find it on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Uh, check out YouTube. Our YouTube guys do an amazing job. Caveman Justice. Uh, we got live shows. Um, no, anything. I just started operating the TikTok account, <laughs> so I'm trying my best over oh, there. I'm not a huge TikTok guy, but um, you know, I'm not like you know doing dances on the Built in Buffalo TikTok, but trying to do like highlight tapes and stuff like that. But um, check us out wherever you can check us out. Thank you for tuning in to this week of the All Day Buffalo podcast. Thank you, Owen, for joining me today. And yeah. as and as always, go Bills. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. And throwing, oh, and it is oh, caught. That's Stefan Diggs, the sliding grab for the touchdown.